good. It's recording. Okay, well, let me uh, get a real quick promo shot. Oh, okay, cool. All right, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Peasant Party Podcast. It's extremely early in the morning, at least for, the, for me. Um, I'm your host, Charlotte Warren, and I have two really awesome people in studio. Um, I'm going to go right to left. Right to right. Right, right to more right. <laughs> Right to far right. You're going right to go down the line. <laughs> yeah, down the line, going to the right. I was going to be like counterclockwise, but I'm like, it's not a circle. <laughs> I don't know. Go right It ahead. is. There's just a lot of space. Yeah. I am Buddy Pearson. This is my second appearance yes, on the Peasant is. Party pod- podcast. Yes. Uh, my name is Andrew Briggs. This is my first time on the Peasant Party podcast. Long time listener. <laughs> nice. Long time TikTok follower. <laughs> first time in Austin? Uh... So I had like a weird thing. I apparently lived in Texas in several places and remember none of them. How so old were like you? Precognitive, evidently. But oh. uh, yeah, I like my entire family's from the south. My entire maternal family's from the south, primarily mm-hmm. Texas and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And my entire paternal family is from the east coast. So, nice. Yeah. That's how I know you're not from the south. Is you just called Texas and Oklahoma the south? Oh no, I know, I know. It's <laughs> the, I call them the south. I call where you're from the deep south. You I, know. That, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, how'd you end up in Denver? Uh, So I was actually supposed to move to Berlin, Germany, Mm -hmm. before the pandemic. And then, whoopsies, that happened. And um, ended up in a relationship. That ran its course. And then I was talking to one of my friends who I met in Paris on a rooftop bar uh, like five or six years ago. And she was like, hey, you should moved to Denver and I'm like absolutely not and then she's like okay fine her husband hits me up goes hey uh we're gonna do a surprise party I know you haven't seen Kyla in five years I'm gonna buy you a ticket and I'm like cool so I show up surprise party great time you should move here no and then go to Coachella with them they're like you should move to Denver I'm like no and then I go to their wedding and they're like you should move to Denver and I'm like I should move to Denver that's a great idea like why didn't we think about this that's that is a great idea um I love it nice um Drew, tell tell everybody who you are, because I think um, yeah, we need to we need to like learn more about you. You have a right. hilarious TikTok account. I remember. Okay, so how I found you? I already know it. And I think it was like, it, how did how did these used to go? It was it was the, like you would just the, the text overlay. Traps. Yeah, it would yeah. be like a text overlay of like you sitting there, it and was, it was like hello with intents to like. Hey, something. with the intention of blank, and it was uh so okay, so men men tend to be a little bit more like physically attracted, right? Mm-hmm women tend to be a little bit more mentally and emotionally attracted like Mm -hmm. there's a reason that men tend to prefer porn and women like you know all the freaking like smut books that are going around you know Mm -hmm. and um it was kind of just this joke where it was like okay these are instead of thirst traps these are romance thirst traps Mm -hmm. and that's that's literally what it became was i'm i'm naturally a very softy romantic guy i don't know that's just like i i blame like the fact that i was raised by two women my mom Mm -hmm. and my sister um but i love that shit so it's actually how i am Mm -hmm. so it was like funny because it didn't Mm -hmm. feel like making content i'm just like i'm like oh you know hey with the intention of like uh you know reading books with you in a slutty cabin in the woods and like that was that was it just like stupid shit and then but i mean you know technically speaking i'm a fitness creator i just Mm -hmm. had this (laughs) string of dumb shit that i did for a bit no, it was, it was super funny, and I remember there was a bit of that, and then there was it was like the CEO of wanting kids and then liking taller women or something. Oh, and it was yeah, like there were always yeah. recurring bits about that. And of course, like 
Um, I, I feel like because um, I you know know a lot of women who are taller, where it's just like they're like, yes, like thank you for oh, making me feel dude, like a small yeah. girl. Like yeah, so it's like I'm how tall are you? Uh, six foot six one. There's no way because we're the same height. Well, then I guess I'm six three. Yeah, either I'm tall or excuse <laughs> me, either I'm shorter or you're taller, and uh, I don't want to get my ego blown, so we're gonna I, say you're six three too. I've said I was six one since I was like in eighth grade. Mm. Six foot six one. I've never changed it. I, I don't really care. After you pass six foot, it doesn't matter. Anymore. Yeah, I, I'm happy with where I'm at. There's also right. a weird thing when you get to be like six seven, where you're like too tall. Like people think that you're like freakishly tall. Yeah. Like, you know, when women always say like they want a man that's six foot, they don't want a man that's like six seven. No. They no. want like six one to six four. Six five is pushing it. But you get yeah. that point of diminishing returns where you're too tall to do everything. Like yeah. The place that I'm staying at right now. Uh, I have to duck through the. I, we're changing where we're staying. Like I, I'm not good at picking B and B's out. That's my like ultimate weakness. I'm too tall for the doorways. I'm too tall for the shower, and my feet hang off the bed. Yeah, that's funny. It's it's been a really rough twelve hours. But yeah, isn't it interesting too when like your hour height and you are around someone that's like six six? How you feel like you're twelve? Yeah, I feel like a child, but yeah. I'm also very unaware. So I, I realized this at VidCon actually. Because I'm, I met Chris Williamson, mm -hmm. and he I records here. Yeah, I know. It's I, I talked to him about it. It was, yeah. it was funny because I was like, I'm like, hey, do you still? Can I say the name? I don't know. This is Pouch Six Studios. Yeah. Okay, cool. Shout cool. out Pouch Six. No, um, please yeah, like shout talk out Pouch Six. So I was like, I was like, do you still record at Pouch Six Studios? And he kind of has this like deer in the headlights moment. I go, I'm not stalking you. I'm not going to ask to be on the podcast. I just I'm going to be there on Friday. And he was mm -hmm. like, he's like, oh cool, yeah, it's a great place. And mm -hmm. you know, that was great. That was my British accent. <laughs> um, Anyway, yeah, the like there's definitely a point of diminishing returns, and I, I don't realize that I'm tall until I meet someone that I don't that I assumed is taller, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's like, um, I knew you were short already. Mm -hmm. I, I thought that I was at least as tall or a little taller than you. So the fact that you are, at least to me, as tall as me, right? I'm like, I'm like, god damn, like he's fucking tall. I'm hella short. Like, so it's fe it only feels weird. And then I'm standing next to Chris, who's probably eh, somewhere between 5'10 and six foot. Um, and I like, because I thought he was taller than me, cause mm -hmm. he's got this like, you know, personality is like strong way he carries himself in conversation. I'm looking down at him and I'm like, fuck dude, I feel like I'm seven feet tall right now. Cause I thought he was super tall for some reason. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's funny yeah. for everyone watching and listening to this too. This is literally, we just met. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. met him outside of the coffee shop that's next door mm -hmm. and you met him when he walked in yeah. the studio. So yeah. like, we've been we chatting online for like a year. I had you on the podcast really briefly. Yeah. 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 It was so a great time. This I is like first time in person. Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. And I, I love being on your podcast. Like we have fun, a bunch of fun, like dating. Yeah. Dude, topic yours was so fun. That was so fun. You, you want to know the funniest thing about that? Yes. Uh, Lily, the gal that I'm dating right now. Yeah. That was like, you by, were just by the way, everybody is tall, redhead and wants kids. So I, I, you know, not to be too energy girly, but I did manifest that. Woo, woo! But she yeah, looks like, like Sansa Stark. It, it, she, yeah, she does. She looks like she looks like uh, no. Sophie. She does. Sophie something. Sophie Turner. Turner. Sophie Turner. Yeah. Um, but when you and I were recording, she was sitting on the other side mm -hmm. of the of yeah. the computer while we're recording and stuff. So it's like, I'm like, hey, I got to record a podcast. Are you cool hanging out? She's like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah, she was great. Like, she came around and stuff and, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So funny. Nice. Yeah, no, that was that was fun. And, um, oh, my gosh. Can you tell the really funny story that, like, because we ended with, like, telling. Is it the dating one? Yes. Oh, that's that God. Okay, tell Buddy this story. Because I was, like, trying okay. to tell him last night if it was funnier when you told it. Okay, Drew's going to tell everybody his, like, terrible date story. So, uh, also, funny little thing. Nobody gets to call me Drew unless they assume that I go by Drew. Really? Yeah, you passed the test. Oh. If anybody's like, do you, do you go by Drew? I'm like, no. But if someone just, like, rolls with it, I'm like, there we are. Nice. Um, cool. <clears throat> so, 
my mom hits me up and it's like, oh my gosh, I, I met this girl and you're going to love her. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, cool. You know, like no offense to my mom, don't have a ton of faith in her, uh, date choosing abilities. And she, she's basically just like, you know, she's, she's this and she's that. And she's at this, uh, networking, it's like a, a BNI style thing or whatever. She's like, oh, like I met her there and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like give me her number, give me this, blah, blah, blah. Get it. Um, we chat a little bit and, um, you know, I end up rolling up and meet her at this coffee shop and I'm, I'm like, shit, like this girl's really cute. And we end up talking and having a great time. Like it was, it was like legit a really, really good day where I was like, I, I'm excited to like go on a second date, like a, a better date. That's not a coffee shop. Who are you date? You know? And, uh, we end up walking out of the coffee shop. I'm walking her back to her, um, her thing. And, uh, you know, she has a truck. I don't know if that's a red flag, but it was like a huge truck. For whatever that's worth it's probably a red flag to some people but she's like oh blah 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 we get to her we get to her truck and she we we hear this noise in the background and it's just like a little <laughs> and i didn't know what it was and it was you know big family raccoon and she goes oh my god look at all those little n-words hard r and i like don't get me wrong reno's reno's a pretty white place but not white enough to like say that and not be like oh are we about to get jumped and so yeah she drops a hard r and i like you know the spongebob caveman meme where he like sticks his hands out like full on i just like started looking around i'm like i'm like fuck dude i'm gonna get in a fight right now and i i i think i was just like uh, uh so um okay i'll i'll see you soon it was nice to nice to meet you and you know ended up getting out of it and funny enough this girl it's really funny that you bring this up she posted on Instagram like a week ago for the first time in like five or six years. You still follow her? It's I don't know why I don't or why I still do, but it's no no it's Snapchat. It's Snapchat, and oh. I I never use Snapchat. And then I like got a notification that was like your friend posted for the first time in however long or however it is. But yeah, it it was it was such a funky one. And you know, anyway, she ended up having a kid like six months later. So I no. super super dodged a bullet because I was not ready. Yeah. yeah. What how did your mom feel about that? I can't even remember exactly what she said, but I think she was just like, it was something like, oh my gosh, she was such a sweet girl. Like, are you sure? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm like, yes, mom. Like, you can't, you don't mistake hard R's, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that was a wild one. That was a story. Yeah, I was like, I like was losing my shit laughing. <laughs> the, the clip, like the actual clip of doing that or telling you that story is so funny because you're literally just like, just open mouth the whole time. Well, because it was, it's just like the mostly, you like, oh, everything's wholesome. And then it's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Just no, like, I don't... I don't to totally know. nonsensical, like, turn of events. Totally. Your, yours was, like, yours wasn't funny, but it was... Uh, it was, like, scary. Yeah, like, it just... Uh, have you have you told that story before? No, so I haven't told it on here, like, because usually it's, like, if I'm... It's either my sister or it's, like, guests, and usually the guests have better stories than me. Um, but I guess I'll tell it now. Um, Please, I, 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 I think it's good. Yeah, like, I... So, I... And this was... I must have been, like early year in 2021 or something um like met a guy on a dating app and he was he was cute like um we went on or i think it was like we met because usually i didn't i would do like a regular like date first but it was one of those where it was like all the friends were out and stuff it was like oh like we're out here we're out here and he was he was like seemed super nice um and then um like everyone kind of left him like we split an uber like he took his his way um and mine my, my way when we we're having conversation in the car and i remember there was just like these very kind of things that were off like um just the state he was from i don't want to like like he was from virginia 
Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, like my grandfather taught at, um, you know, this one university. And he was like, oh, like, screw that school or something. And I thought it was like a football mm. thing because he went to like a, a rival school. Um, and that's the thing. Like I like had dated like football, ex-football guys where it was like they take like six years to finish school. They transfer a lot. Like I, I, that's what I thought at the moment. Um, and then we like set up a date for like that Tuesday or something. Um, and I think we were like seeing a like top gun. It was like throwback night at the movies. Um, and I remember we like went to the like bar beforehand. I saw like his ID. It was like, oh, like he like went by his middle name. Um, this comes back around later. Um, like good date, whatever. Um, then we have like this date. is more than was told on mine. I'm getting new facts. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. So, well, so this is how like it, I'm totally giving too much background. Um, but yeah, so the dates like the next date we were supposed to like go like have a a bottle of wine at like some wine bar after he finished like watching a hockey game. Um, and I was like killing time. I like came back from like a work happy hour, and I was kind of like. I don't usually like Google search people. I like, do a background check on people, and like I didn't do it this time around, just because like it kind of like moved like a little bit quickly. And I was like, I should like total or no, I I did do a search on him with the the like kind of like nickname he used or the middle name, and nothing came up except for like Turkey Trot Dimes from like. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I was like, what was that name that was like on his ID? Like I should totally look it up. And so I Google the full name. It was like a pretty unique name. Um, and so I, like people like it's normal. I feel like for guys to go by their middle name, like that's not a, like a, a thing that I, was, that yeah, I thought was sketchy. Not, it's but not a red flag. No, it's, it's you know, it's no, a it's pink normal. Flag. Everything's normal until this point. And so I Google this name, and all of a sudden, these um, like new, like just newspaper articles, mug shots, like this guy had been on trial for rape. Um, at his oh my god. Yeah. Oh wait, did I tell you a different story on yours? I told the, oh this my, is this is a this new is, story. Yeah, the, I was like, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So I think I told you. A, a, what, oh yeah, because it was about the gym. You told me the orange oh, theory guy. Yes. Okay. So yeah, yes. Fitness podcast. It was a little different. Yes. Um. So I I Google him like a, the full name, and it was like newspaper articles and the, the school that my grandfather had taught at. That he was like, screw that school. Like he had been expelled from that school. So that's why he hated that school so much. Um, but he had been like on the football team. I guess there was like. Um, you know, something with, like, a, a girl on the soccer team or something, um, and he, like, was arrested, like, w like, the mug shots, like, was on trial for rape and, like, had, like, had reports of, like, strangling her and, like, kidnapping her and, and Jesus stuff. Jesus Christ, dude. And, like, he was found not guilty for it, but that wasn't it. Like, it was, so it was that, that was, like, in 2012, um, and then in 2016, he had another thing, and he was convicted of this where he had, like, taken an Uber to go to his ex-girlfriend's house and then, like, broke in and beat up her and her new boyfriend. And he was actually like, convicted of that. Fucking <laughs> Christ, man. And I was just like, what the fuck? And, like, I'm sitting there. Like, I was, like, I've, I, like, had my, like, my computer up and the, I'm supposed to go, like, meet this dude. And I was like, what the fuck do I do? And I was like, I think I sent a text where I was like, hey, like, uh, you know, I'm getting kind of, like, tired today because I'm like, I've got to just, like, buy my time. What do I do? I remember I like, called my best friend, Ashley, and I was like, I was just, like, laughing because it was just the weirdest. Like, I was just like, the, the nervous do? laugh. Like, it was just like, what do I do? And, like, I think I, like, prepared a text where I was going to be like, hey, like, you know, I found what I found. But I was like, we split an Uber where the Uber dropped me off first. And I was just like, this is a scenario where ghosting makes sense. Right. And I, that's what I did. That was the last wow. time I ghosted somebody. Um, It was, and it was just one of those where I was like, yeah, like you you were convicted of like breaking into someone's house and like beating up her and her new boyfriend like no we're not we're politeness is out the window for yeah this one. yeah and like he it. probably 
would understand and just assume that that's why he got ghosted. I'm yeah. sure I was not the first, last, or only person to do that. And that's what happens when you go beat up your ex-girlfriend or new boyfriend. Like, other girls don't want to date you for it. I wonder what that's like, honestly, to, like, have somebody bail on you and you kind of just immediately go, you know, it was probably, it was probably that thing. It was yeah, probably, I'm it was probably the conviction. Whoopsies. Like, yeah. You know, like, it's... Uh, there's not that any of this is positive, but uh, that's probably nice. Always knowing why you got ghosted, you know, like you, mm -hmm. you so are relying. never unsure. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. He probably goes into every scenario yeah. thinking like, I hope she doesn't find out about yeah. this. I wonder how you open that up, you know, like I wonder how. If you, oh, no. Yeah, because like, you know, you get you get a handful of dates in like, you know, at some point in time, I, I would assume like at some point that's got to come up, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. It sounds like he was still in school, so it was probably recently enough that he was, he was able to so get So it was like 20, or... yeah, 2016 was, it, this was 2021, so it was oh. like, yeah, so it was far enough away, but it was still just like, like he was still like 26 or 27 when he right. beat up his like, ex-girlfriend or new boyfriend. Um, yeah, like, Woof. wild story. Yeah, and then there was the orange, like, oh yeah, there was like a guy the who like. The orange theory one where the dude was following you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that, that one's a little, not funnier, but it's like. It's, it's, it's not as Definitely scary. lighter. Like, it's this is basically lighter. a comedy compared to the yeah, last so one. Yeah, so this was a, f a first date I went on um, after I'd gotten out of a relationship. This was like January of 2020 or something like that. Um, and like, I like went to, it was like Matt's El Rancho or something. Like, had some tacos or whatever. Um, and, like, the one thing I have in common with this guy, and, like, I think it was kind of, that was a point where, you know, maybe I would say things where I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I had a really nice time. Like, we should totally do this again. Like, if I was single now, I would think twice before saying that because it would maybe tell somebody I was more interested. But when you're just, like, out of a relationship, you kind of, like, miss those things sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I probably did seem, like, more excited than I was. Um, but yeah, had had some tacos. Um, and the one thing we had in common is I was like, oh yeah, like I go to Orange Theory. Um, I go to like this Orange Theory, and like I'm a big fan. I think we see said like, oh like what times do you like to go? I'm like, oh I like the six thirty class. He's like, oh like he lived on the other side of town. I like the eight p.m. class. Oh cool. Um, and then yeah, the, oh yeah, and then there was like I think it was like Sunday. He's like, oh yeah, I'm totally in your neck of the woods. Like, um, I have like some like cookies or something. Can I swing? Can I like swing by and like. He came up, um, and, like, I had, like, a roommate and everything at the time. Mm. Um, and he was just kind of, like, lingering, and my roommate was, like, tr we were trying to, like, get him out. But it was funny because he, like, brought this, like, briefcase with him. And we were just like, why does he have a briefcase? We never opened the briefcase. We never found out what was in the briefcase. We've got to call this guy. No, we don't. Just kidding. No, we don't. But it was funny because we've now referred to him as the, the briefcase dude because we're like, what the fuck was in this briefcase? Um, and then, like... He, he, oh yeah, he said he's like, oh yeah, like I totally want to make a dinner. He's just like getting ahead of himself. He's like, I make a really great steak. Like on Tuesday, do you want me to make you a steak dinner? I was kind of like, you know, I like I I didn't I don't think I said no strongly enough, but it was just you're kind of new with being single, like those kinds of things. Like you just that happens. Mm. Um, and then like Tuesday rolls around, I was like feeling just kind of I'm like something feels like he was just a little too into this, and um I. He was like, oh, yeah, like, tonight, like, Tuesday, sick there. I'm like, hey, like, you know, I'm not really, like, feeling too well today. He's like, oh, like, when? Like, when are you free? And I, I kind of figured, like, like, it sounds terrible, but when you live in a big city and stuff, like, a lot of times, like, the guys that I would, um, you know, be talking to, like, were very, um, you know, seemed like social people. Like, they would be fine without me. And, like, that was something that was always in the back of, of my mind. Like, oh, yeah, these, these, this guy will be fine. Like, why do a blow to his ego? Stuff like that. That's always um, a nice thing dating when you know the person can kind of like hang and handle the, their own. But the thing is, like, sometimes that's the wrong assumption to make. Like, that yeah. was something I would just think where I'm like, oh, these guys will be fine. Like, whatever. Um, and maybe test. I shouldn't have been. Um, but 
yeah, like, and so I, yeah, I, I kind of said that, and then I, I thought he'd kind of, like, disappeared, and then, like, the next Monday, I, okay, I knew he was, like, going out of town for the weekend, I'm like, this guy will forget about me, he'll be fine. Um, like, Monday, I'm going into Orange Theory, and, like, I see this guy, or, like, I, I'm in there, like, I've checked in, I'm about to go in, and I see the dude, he's, like, in there. I'm like, why the fuck is he over in this Orange Theory class? Like, he takes the, he goes to the Orange Theory, like, on the other side of town, and he's, like, here, and I'm, like, freaking out, because we, like, we get put on, like, machines on, like, the opposite sides of the room, I don't say hi, like, I kind of was, like, hiding, um, and I was just, like, getting increasingly uncomfortable, because I was just, like, seeing him, like, staring over, and, like, five minutes before the class ends, I'm like, I just, I feel really weird about this, like, why has he, like, shown up here, um, and I go, like, to the front desk girl, I'm like, hey, like, I'm ducking out five minutes early, I will, like, call you and just kind of tell you, like, um, you know, like, uh, I'll, I'll pull you in, like, a second. Um, so, like, run up to my apartment. It was also, like, the Orange Theory, like, right there. I used to live in those apartments. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I go, um, you know, kind of run out, like, run up, and I call, like, the Orange Theory front desk. I'm like, hey, just, like, want to give a heads up. Like, you know, went on a first date. He, like, show- he, like kind of showed up here. It was, you know, it's a little it's a little weird to me. She's like, I have to tell you what just happened. She's like, he, like, got off his machine, like, shortly after, like, the second after you left and came out and was like, did that girl just leave? Like, did she, like, did she leave? Um, like, he starts, like, screaming at, like, the front desk girl, no. being like, you know, like, why did you let her, like, he, and she was like, I don't know. He's like, you just, like, helped her leave. Like, why would you say that? And so, um, yeah, like, and she was like, yeah, he signed up for, like, the 630 class for the rest of the month. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, it was definitely, like, one of those, like, Jeez. first, like, few dates, like, out of, like, a, a past relationship. And it was, like, very creepy. And I'm still like, what was in this briefcase? Yeah, like it's. I, I was thinking that too, because yeah, it's definitely odd. Did he even make like mention of it? Or was no, it just he just he was just there. Oh my god, dude! It was just this briefcase, dude. That was like a uh, freaking like Patrick Bateman, um, you know, Dexter briefcase or something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what was like, cause I feel like most guys it's like phone, wallet, keys. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like what else are you carrying around? I don't know. You know what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. Scalpel. Scalpel. Scalpel on the double-ended. Uh, you know. Um, so i picked out um like as you know um on the peasant party podcast we ask we get we take listener questions um i have one serious question um and that's kind of more related to um talking about how people maybe you know not talking about how you don't drink alcohol someone asking about that um oh also real quick because i just realized i didn't even ever (laughs) hi i'm andrew uh i'm a personal trainer a nutrition coach a massage therapist I have a uh, fitness podcast. I usually do really, really weird, obscure deep dives like lab-grown meat, weird gym cultures, and uh, occasionally I have guests on who I think are really fucking cool. Fittest world leaders. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, I did fittest world leaders, so uh, if you want to find out who the fattest and fittest politicians are. (laughs) I love um, it. And then uh, just because it is probably going to be relevant to this, this isn't exactly my, like, leading point. I'm also bisexual, so if I'm talking about dating men and dating women – Surprise. Woo. All right. Nice. Wait, who is the fittest po- world leader? Uh, Kaltma Batulga, the former president of Mongolia. He is so, he's probably the only president to ever bench 315, um, which means we have the same max. Uh, he is uh, a judo and samba master. Um, like, that dude could fucking kill every single politician, mm. like, in, like, a few minutes. Damn. And People aren't going to like this one, but probably second buffest is probably Putin, honestly. Like, the dude can actually— Oh, he's yoked. Yeah, like, he's he's actually pretty buff. He's, like, actually a really good judoka. Um, he just, you know, happens to, like, do all these silly little war crimes and stuff, you know? Mm. Oops. Oops. We've all done that. Yeah. No one's yeah. perfect. Exactly. No one's perfect. Yep. Yeah, we should go commit a war crime after this. Um, yeah. Oopsies. Oops. Yeah. Oops. Um, but, yeah, um, Drew, one thing you're pretty, like, open about, too, is you don't drink. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm totally sober. Nice. So, yeah, and no, you've no been you've been sober for my whole life. Your whole life. Yeah. So yeah. I, I literally, uh, if anybody knows what straight edge is, uh, if that still exists in like the public zeitgeist, I, I literally have like drug free tattooed on my shins. Uh, the singular exception to that is I have completely treatment resistant migraines, mm -hmm. and microdosing mushrooms are the only solution nice. that I discovered. Uh, oh my god, it was actually heartbreaking because like when it finally like came across like you know my brain where they were like hey like this is a possible treatment i'm like i'm like it was like heartbreaking because i'm like fuck i have to do this and then it was they're like they're like oh it's non-sensory you're never gonna notice it this is gonna be like taking an advil i'm like oh okay cool rock and roll let's go yeah so totally sober nice um well we're hearing from a listener who's totally sober um and i figured this would be a, a oh, good um a good question for you um so mailbag how do i disclose that i don't drink I don't drink alcohol, not for any reason. And this person doesn't say their age or gender or anything, actually. Um, I don't drink alcohol, not for any reason. Um, never have, don't plan to start. Totally fine being around people drinking alcohol. I've been told by more than one person that by putting I don't drink on my dating profile, I'm signaling that I'm in recovery or have had issues with alcohol, um, especially since it's not obviously for religious reasons. I, I indicate that I'm agnostic. Of course, I'm happy if folks are in recovery. It's just not my situation. This came as a surprise to me since I personally would be more likely to think it would be for health reasons than anything else if I saw someone didn't drink. Um, but would anyone assume this if they saw that someone didn't drink on a dating profile? If you don't drink, should you always list it on a dating profile or only if there's a particular reason? Um, and then puts note, I'm selecting the frequency of alcohol consumption as no from the three options of yes, sometimes, and no on hinge in the form section listed in the same section as pets, astrology, Etc. I am not currently mentioning anywhere else in my profile. Um, I, I don't put it like don't put it. Didn't put it anywhere else on mine. Uh, I think there was like this very brief period where it was a massive part of my identity. So I'm like, I'm sober. I don't drink. Blah blah blah. But then it also put like, I really don't care if you do. Mm -hmm. I think that was about uh, the most out there. I put it was uh, I don't drink and I don't care if you do. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, Honestly, that kind of for a lot of people ended up being like, a, well, why don't you drink? And then I'm like, I'm like, I just never have. And they're like, oh, so mm -hmm. you're not like, like addict in recovery? I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And mm -hmm. then you know, that went wherever it went. But, um, I don't, I don't really think it needs to be a thing that you lead with because the, you know, the reality is like, uh, so I remember when you and I were talking, you're like, yeah, like if you ever come down to Austin, like we'll get a beer. And then I was like, I was like, oh yeah, no, totally. Like mm -hmm. I don't even think I was like, yeah, absolutely. Also, I don't drink, just so you know, because it's, I mean, it, mm -hmm. it just like you kind of in my opinion you volunteer the information as it's relevant so if somebody mm -hmm. says what do you want to drink and mm -hmm. you just say a water and then they oh well you don't want a beer uh, mm -hmm. no i'm okay mm -hmm. or it can be no i'm okay i don't drink and they go oh well why don't you drink and then it never comes up again like mm -hmm. i think the last time that i had like peer pressure around like drinking or substances was maybe middle school or high school and then people just kind of stopped and i don't mm -hmm. know if that's just because everybody knows or if people just grow up and are like oh someone doesn't drink someone doesn't drink so i don't was, wait what was the actual question in there um how do you should i should you put it on a dating profile I don't think you need to. yeah i don't think you need to because uh, it's it's gonna come up eventually um this might be kind of a hot take but i think the more important thing to put on your dating profile is what you want because mm -hmm. you know you're you're not trying to necessarily like in my opinion, you're not trying to sell yourself on other people. You're trying to find somebody that you click with. And it's much more likely, in my opinion, that you're going to find that if you put, you know, if, if we use me, hey, I like tall redheads who want to be a mom. Uh, like, and hey, guess, guess I'm fucking dating a tall redhead who wants to be a mom. And 
you know, you're more likely to find the person that you actually want. So it's mm-hmm. if, if, if it is important to you that they don't drink, then I say you put it. Otherwise, no, like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I would say for most people, for. they don't care. Yeah. yeah. Most yeah. people don't care. No. Yeah. Um, so th- uh, also a question, because I was told if someone tells you they don't drink, you don't ask. You don't say why. Is it some is that was was I told correct etiquette or is it should can you ask or I think that's probably correct. But uh, I'm nosy. Mm-hmm. I always ask. I'm like, like, just I, it's it's really rare. So I'm always mm-hmm. curious. And, um, you know, I've. I have a family of like, you know, I got a handful of addicts in my family. So mm-hmm. I think I'm just so used to it that it doesn't feel like a taboo. And some people will probably feel it as, oh, okay, this kind of like lifts the taboo off of it. Now mm-hmm. it's not a question floating around. Uh, I feel like there's maybe a very, very small percentage of people who are like, why would you bring that up? But I mean, it's like, I have like, can you see that little dimple? Mm-hmm. On my, so that is a scar that goes through my lip, around my eyebrow, down my cheek. Mm-hmm. and then across my throat mm-hmm. i was totally embarrassed about it when i was a kid like entire childhood i got made fun of it like people called me scarface and i didn't know about the movie so i thought it was really insulting uh and it became less weird when people started asking about it mm-hmm. so i think it kind of my opinion if someone is an addict it'll destigmatize it mm-hmm. but i think it's going to be up to the individual individual like people ask me i don't care mm-hmm. well you also mentioned that when people ask you what you want to drink you just say nothing yeah, or it's and a water or sparkling water or right. soda water with a lime. And it's like, you don't want a beer. You just say no. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of those things that, like, that you can volunteer that information if you want to tell why. But I think most people don't mm-hmm. ask why. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the vo- you know, the information is divulged exactly as it is necessary. Mm-hmm. I think that the – and I hope that they're watching this, but it kind of sounds like they're almost insecure about the fact that they don't drink yeah. mm-hmm. in the dating sphere. And so maybe they just need to, like – come to grips with that and like own that side of it and be mm-hmm. like you, you volunteer that information I, I don't drink not for any reason mm-hmm. I just never have and mm-hmm. you know not saying I won't ever mm-hmm. yeah. but it sounds like they're afraid that they're going to be assumed that they are an addict or something or recovering. yeah people totally. usually think it's cool honestly like, yeah you know, people are always like oh that's awesome and you know regardless of your uh you know male or female and whoever you're dating that's like that's a huge green flag when it comes to meeting their parents. Like it, it becomes oh, like, yeah. A, oh yeah. Like also he doesn't drink and everyone's like, Oh, you know, like yeah. every, every single relationship, my entire life, like you don't drink. Oh my gosh. Marry this one. Like mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. yeah. I also think it's a sign of strength mm-hmm. to be, you know, of drinking age and not drinking because mm-hmm. I know for a lot of people, it's like a, a sign of comfortability. Like you get with your friends and you want, like I have to have something in my hand. Like mm-hmm. there are a lot of situations where, I don't drink like I'm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you would do the coffee dates. You didn't like to have drinks on your first. Yeah, dates. I think drinks are Hell terrible yeah. for the first date. Um, I get a lot of flack for that online, but um, <laughs> I like to have something in my hand. I'm doing sober October currently, so like I'm not drinking or anything this month. But a lot of people feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. in a situation without something to do with their hands. They mm-hmm. find themselves fidgeting. Well, that's why all liquid the time. death is a, such a fantastic thing. Yeah. Shout out liquid death. Yeah. Shout out liquid death. Boom. Murder your thirst. Yeah. Murder your fucking thirst, everybody. Yeah. No, totally. But yeah, I think it's just that person needs to just kind of mm-hmm. own that to themselves and be comfortable in their skin. Totally. No, I totally agree with that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and I, I noticed, like, when I look back at some of my old, like, TikTok videos, because I would be like, I was like, I need something in my hand because I was just nervous on camera. Like, there's ones where I'm like, why am I drinking a beer in this? Like, this wasn't necessary. <laughs> and now it's like, I don't need it anymore. Now I just go get, like, knives from my kitchen and, like, stab stuff. Oh, my God, dude. The knife ones are so funny to me. That one, yeah. I was, like, actually very nervous about that one. Um, 
I've got some fun um, fun questions um, next. I, I picked all the crazy ones um, because I knew my sister would just like freak out over them. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, had a date last night. It went really well. However, she believes the Earth is flat unironically. She also believes the universe is geocentric and the sun and moon are the same size. Dating has been terrible for me recently. I know how hard it can be to find someone you get along well with. So where do I go from here? I want to start this. Please, yes. yes. So first of all, that's not a red flag to me. Really? No. And I wanted to start because I already know how his brain works. <laughs> and he wants to unwrap everything. I so. If that was him on a first date, he would want to say, like, why do you think that way? Yeah. Tell me what brought you to those assumptions. Explain yourself, woman. Yeah, like, give me a full breakdown of where that comes from. How did from. you get here? But I think to a lot of people, that's an interesting thing. Like, I would mm -hmm. love I would love to hear someone explain it. Even mm -hmm. if I completely disagree, I'm comfortable enough in the things that I think and believe that mm -hmm. you can say the complete opposite, and we can have, like, mm -hmm. great conversation about it. So I... I think how they explain that mm -hmm. is more important than actually thinking that. Yes. Like how they explain the way that they feel about it. But yeah. One of my really good buddies, Jake, uh, I remember he and I were, uh, were working out one day and he goes, uh, I don't know how it came up, but he goes, he goes, well, you know, man, we can't be totally sure that the earth is, is round. And I was like, I was like, are you a flat earther? And he goes, he goes, well, I'm just not sure. And I was like, okay. And like, you know, for the most part, I was just like, whatever about it. Uh, shout out autistic Jake. I love you. Um, but he is like, it's, it's one of those things that when we talk about it, he's just like, you know, man, I don't know. It doesn't really impact me on like the day to day. So it doesn't really matter. I'm kind of of the belief that if it's not going to like, if it is not a core thing, so is, is this flat earth thing going to impact any aspect of, of that relationship? No, probably right. not. Do like, they call raccoons the N-word with the hard R? Yeah, exactly. That's that's going to, yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> do they say flat earther with a hard R? Or, right. you know, like. Eartha. Eartha. <laughs> it's, I, I don't think it's going to impact the relationship. I think it actually might kind of be like a quirky little funny thing. And honestly, if anything else, people who are into conspiracy theories are really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, they're really, really fun. They're the coolest people to hang out with because they're just nuts in like the most harmless ways i completely agree and i'm ready to be sold yeah like sell me on. i'm not 100 yeah convince sure. me convince me i'm wrong like i'm i'm sure of nothing yeah i i'm open to any and all ideas nice so he should go on a second date with a flat earther yeah hear Dude, her out bring yes. a ring hear her out yeah bring a ring here's another one <laughs> what is fortified for the what is forklift certified slang for in dating i female straight feel like I see this in quite a few dating app bios. I don't know if this was slang <laughs> or if this is just a disproportionate number of men who are actually forklift certified in my area. Is this a reference to liking bigger women or is this a redneck blue collar <laughs> thing or something? Please advise. It's, do you want that one? It's just a meme. Yeah, it's just a meme. I am forklift certified. Though. Are you really? Actually, yes. Wow, you are? Charlotte. Yes. You, oh, my why'd gosh. Why'd you have to get forklift certified? She's punching up, bro. Yeah, I had a um, – so with the work that I do, I have, like, an off-season. And my first year working for myself, I was nervous that in the off-season I wasn't bringing in anything. And so I was finding other ways. And I worked a job, and it was – nothing but it was manual labor and part of it was to be forklift certified i think getting for forklift certified is a lot more common than um than people actually realize too because a lot of people get these 
entry level warehouse jobs and then mm -hmm. they go oh how can i make an extra you know two five ten bucks an hour forklift certified and mm -hmm. it doesn't take that long you so can watch a video online for an hour yeah mm -hmm. i i honestly think there are probably a massive amount of people that are forklift certified and just nobody knows and mm -hmm. because of the meme it just became this thing where it's like it's like yeah you know like i don't want to like i don't want to drop your panties too quick or anything but mm -hmm. yeah it's just a meme it doesn't yeah. mean they're too it does it's not like larger a, what's it? people it, that would be kind of funny if it did well just because like i learned um from some i forget when i learned it but like open if someone calls themselves open-minded on a dating app like they are not just open to new perspectives they're they're a different kind of open-minded yeah they want specific sexual experiences they want like th like they want sexual experiences with a lot of people at the same yeah. time yep yeah um that and then cuddling is never just it's it's always r-rated cuddling dude that's such cuddling. a that's such a millennial thing like you know the oh my god like touch my butt and let's cuddle and get pizza and tacos and then you know it's like a mustache emoji or something you yeah know what i mean yeah it's very, very millennial very millennial cringe yeah very millennial cringe all right um oh this one's slightly more serious than the last two are expectations of sex on the third date still a thing I have to admit, I truly thought that was just an overblown trope or something just talked about in sitcoms. I've been out of the dating world for years, though. Um, but telling a friend, I was telling my friends about a guy I invited over first time in a while um, this week, and they totally roasted me and said it was going to seem like a seduction date, both because I was cooking and because it was the third date, LMAO. Cooking is just a hobby for me. I cook f with friends for fun or friends mostly on weekends. I didn't think anything of it. So is sex on the third date still a thing? Uh, to what extent? I, I had no idea that sex on the date was an expectation. I don't know if that's like a, if I like missed that boat, but I will say if a girl invited me over and made me dinner, I would assume that it was a possibility, mm -hmm. but that still doesn't mean that I'm going to be like, well, come on, like you mm -hmm. made me dinner and invited me. What do you mean we're not banging? Like mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it would still be like, if the vibe is there, cool. If the vibe is not there, then mm -hmm. cool. And it opens a door for sure, yeah. but it's not yeah. like a guarantee. I don't think there should ever be like a third date is for this or mm -hmm. by a third date this should happen. You have to kind of go with the flow mm -hmm. if your goal is to actually find someone that you mm -hmm. want to date. If that's your only goal is to obtain that, then that might be like a marker for you to say, if it's not happening after three dates, I'm probably not moving forward to a fourth. But if you're actually looking to date someone, mm -hmm. then I don't think there should be a time limit. There's like yeah. various escalations that kind of happen along the dating mm -hmm. continuum, you know, where it's like you go on your first date, odds you're gonna odds you're sleeping together relatively low. Mm -hmm. Second date, nice restaurant, probably a little bit higher. Third date, you guys are at each other's house, maybe a little higher. What happens if you guys like hop on the couch and start cuddling or making out? It's like okay, now it's a little bit higher. But the thing is, anybody who's like you know, uh, not Mister Middle Name guy, uh, mm -hmm. you know, kind of understands it does not matter how far down that continuum you get when it's yeah. if it's a no, it's a no. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because I think, like, it's a trope in movies, like, where it's like, oh, third date. Like, it's it's definitely like, oh, we, we're at the third date. Um, uh, so I will, I will say that is true. And it's also more true that sex is more likely to happen if you're at someone's house versus a restaurant. Like, you're not going to have sex <laughs> with a person in a restaurant. Most likely. Unless you're open-minded. Unless you're open-minded. Um, but, like, yeah. So, I mean, I would say that. But, like, no. And I think, like, it kind of sucks because I feel like cooking gets weaponized in dating a lot. Like, just, like, you know, these there's these, like weapon i almost feel like weaponized kindness type dates where it's like it sounds cute but it's like oh like you know oh come back to my rooftop and we'll watch the stars it's like oh you, it's oh. forced intimacy yeah like it's it's like it's you kind of like put lipstick on a pig kind of thing um <laughs> not that your house is a pig but um yeah, i view like, cooking differently actually i think cooking is a very intimate thing mm -hmm. and i think that inviting someone into your home mm -hmm. 
is a huge escalation from just a date mm-hmm. and then cooking for them also because to me cooking is like very personal like if i cook mm-hmm. for someone i like care about them like i think about yeah. things like back when we were in tribes of small people if you were sharing your food with someone mm-hmm. you were sharing the ability to live and right. give sustenance and time and effort and passion go into cooking for a lot of people it's not just like throwing nuggets in an air fryer a lot of times mm-hmm. like if you're cooking on a date like you're putting effort into it you spent time deciding what to make how to make it actually preparing it shopping for the ingredients that's a huge investment versus taking an uber to shout out terry blacks yeah shout out um, terry blacks but it's a lot different than just like hopping in an uber and meeting someone at the restaurant you took a lot of time and a lot of effort with mm-hmm. the hopes to get a positive result and impress this person in some way so i think inviting someone to your house is big but cooking to them for them is very big in my opinion mm-hmm. i think i agree with that actually yeah it's, it's definitely i think probably the it's it's very near like the penultimate escalation beforehand because like even um you know like my, my mom's like a phenomenal cook and like that was like i saw you know as a kid like how various men would like when my mom was like dating and stuff which was like very short periods when she would like cook for a man or cook for men it was like a very like oh you know like my mm-hmm. mom actually likes this guy like that mm-hmm. was kind of how it became clear to me like oh mm-hmm. my mom likes this person i'm probably gonna see them you know more than mm-hmm. more than i won't more or less and uh, yeah i mean you know like you said even even me like i i love cooking i don't like cooking for people i don't like mm-hmm. so yeah it's eff- you're putting an effort with it feels wasted yeah, yeah mm-hmm. i agree um could well i mean i wouldn't say could well hypothetically could you date a picky eater oh god no lily's from the midwest so she has like the least developed palate on the planet so everything tastes good to her and it is incredible yeah yeah but it's funny because we'll like go to a restaurant together i'm like, I'm like this is kind of rough and she's like she's like oh no i thought it was great i'm like hell yeah all right nice um i it i mean yes if, if i was like in love with someone they were picky mm-hmm. i mean you have food limitations that i think about all the time mm-hmm. literally just one i don't eat cheese yeah and it what it is so it sounds so silly but like i love to cook mm-hmm. and one of my favorite things is like finger foods and snacks mm-hmm. And like one of the first things when I was gonna make food for, I think it was you and Annabelle the first mm-hmm. time I cooked, um, I was gonna do a watermelon and goat cheese salad in mm-hmm. the, you know, with like arugula and mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. And I was like, oh, I can't do that goat cheese. I think about like sauces that need Parmesan. Can't mm-hmm. do Parmesan. Mm-hmm. I think about things like that. So like no, but that's that's on like the very. Is it, is it like scale. a like a digestion thing? So yes, um, okay. but the thing I is, I support that. I don't count that. So so I am lactose intolerant, but I'm not so lactose intolerant that I'll say no to ice cream. <laughs> but what it comes down to, no. So when I was when I was sick, I when I was a little kid, um, I loved cheese quesadillas. I was sick with the flu. Um, cheese quesadilla did not taste good coming the other direction. Um, <laughs> and then ever since then, cheese has always just it's it's had that feel like I like I smell it and I I, I remember that moment when I was six years old. Um, but I will tell people, like, I will forgo ice cream or any other kind of dairy product um, just to, like, avoid. Because if someone says, here, like, I made this cheese dish, I'm, like, I'm lactose intolerant. I'm not going to be, like, I don't like cheese because yeah. then it feels rude. Um, so when I do that, it means I can't have, like, ice cream or something, like, later on that so night. So did you ever put I don't eat cheese in your dating bio? No. All right, drinking person, there's your answer. Yeah, fair enough. No, yeah, but, there we go. But picky dater, I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. My best friend, mm-hmm. his wife is a... A very picky eater mm-hmm. and i see like like he'll go one place for himself and another place for her mm-hmm. um i think that my only issue would be is if i was in a relationship and it was serious with a picky eater 
I wouldn't want their limitations or their not limitations is a bad word because it implies that it's like not a choice, but um, I wouldn't want their preferences to be pushed on my kid. Mm -hmm. I would want my kid to have like the full spectrum of mm -hmm. things available to them to try right. mm -hmm. and then say they didn't like them, but mm -hmm. not like we don't, we only eat chicken fingers in our home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, oh, my other, we got one more funny one. Um, the, is Lily into astrology? Uh, sort of, kind of. You know, it's, it's she, she's she's into it the way every girl is kind of into it, but mm -hmm. she's not like, you know, she's not like. She doesn't make decisions around like what's going on no. with she's the She's got a lot stars. of crystals. Nice. Yeah. What do the crystals do? That's a great question. The answer is nothing. Yeah, the, the literal answer is nothing. Yet, but nothing. You are correct. <laughs> uh, they look nice. Yes. The They sit near where the you know, cat hangout area is. So, you know, we've got this like rock shrine for the cat and she's mm -hmm. vibing it, so. Yeah. Nice. Um, next mailbag is, she canceled our date because of my Zodiac sign. I'm a bit thrown off by this, but I was canceled on due to my Zodiac sign. Throughout the week before work, I visit a coffee shop. I go practically every weekday and I've been seeing the same barista there every morning. We seem to click well with our small conversations and after chatting with her for a few weeks, I decided to give her my number. We texted a bit and decided to go out on a date on Friday. An hour after that, she said she wouldn't be able to go out with me because she saw my Snap profile that I was an Aries. She says she doesn't date Aries, but it was nice meeting me. Is this something common in the dating world? What's wrong with people who are in Aries? I've never been rejected over my Zodiac sign before, so it kind of surprised me. I mean, he is an Aries, so what? I'm, I'm totally kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> he dodged a bullet. Yeah, he totally dodged a bullet. That's nonsense. Yeah. Like, The only thing I would say about something like that is that sometimes <laughs> like when someone says they don't like brunettes or blondes or tall guys, short guys, short girls, whatever the case is, a lot of times it's not the actual thing. It's their past relationship experience with someone mm -hmm. of similar. So it might not be that he is an Aries for like Aries traits, even mm -hmm. though that might be consciously what she's thinking subconsciously he's a reminder of someone else who was not a good experience and that reminder takes her to a place where she's not happy so she wants a new or different experience that makes sense i could see that yeah if again it's the like fun little idiosyncratic things about people like thinking someone's a flatter or thinking the earth mm -hmm. is flat versus using it to inform your decision so if somebody goes oh like astrology it's like oh cool you know sometimes mm -hmm. i'll sometimes i'll you know hop on there and you know check the or you know when i was single i would like check my compatibility with someone just cause like, oh, it's funny. You know, mm -hmm. what is this, what does this dumb little blogger say about my, you know, first date partner? And um, then it's the, uh, oh God, I'm drawing a blank. I know I had something here. Where did it go? Where the hell did it go? Fortune cookies. Oh, 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 the, the what you were saying about like associations and stuff. So like, I'm, I'm a Scorpio. Um, I can hear you all cheering, listening to this. Uh, I, am best friends with almost exclusively Scorpios. Interesting. I have no idea why. And every single one of my major relationships mm -hmm. was a female Pisces. Interesting. That's yeah. what my sister is. Oh, there we go. Yeah. She uh she picked a she picked a good one. Evidently I like them. Evidently not enough to stick around, but yeah. <laughs> but like it's How like, does that reflect in her life? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I know nothing about astrology, honestly. Like I think it's kind of dumb, and then my sister's like, "That is exactly what a Taurus would say." And then she's like, "You are because you, you should have just been like, I'm I'm actually a Leo." Well, no, my birthday is May 18th. No, I know, I know. <laughs> but like, no, because it's like she's like, "Yeah, you're extremely stubborn." And I'm like, "I'm not that stubborn." Yeah, I mean, I think if you're on a date and someone's like, "What's your sign?" You're like, "I'm a Scorpio, Aquarius, whatever." That's cool. But if they're like, "Can you tell me the location that you were born so mm -hmm. I can look up your right. or like when people say like my son is in." 
Gemini. My son is in, yeah, so I, I know my big three. Yeah, and my moon is in Jamiroquai or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm good. There's this, uh, there's this one, like, early in my, you know, TikTok career, I suppose we'll call it. Um, there's this gal that I met, and she, like, hits me up on Instagram and goes, can I do your chart? And I was like, I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, I'm a witch. I'm like, absolutely, you can do my fucking chart. What are you talking about? And uh, so she puts it together. And, I mean, dude, I've never, I've never had someone go so deep. Like, she was doing like latitudes and longitude lines Did for she like just do it for fun yeah but it's she was like she was like no like, people pay me for this and i was like oh hell yeah dude like you're gonna be like this better be good stuff so she ends up showing me these little like slits of like space you know little um kind of open areas or whatever across the entire globe where she's like these are the areas that your like soulmates are in and i'm like i'm like okay we have like you know this place this place this place uh, one of them was Denver, so that was kind mm -hmm. of a you know happy little accident. But the funniest thing is, her, the city she lived in was also in it. Mm -hmm. And immediately after she sends that, she's like getting a little flirty, getting a little chatty with me oh, and stuff. I'm like, that. Had, I'm like, are you lying in this? Are you lying in this? Are you gaming the stars right now? Nothing I in know. life is free. I'm saying, dude, that's funny. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I was impressed. You know, it was actually actually pretty solid. Nice. I love it. That's yeah. funny. That's some intense game. Yeah, dude. That's no, some, that's game some in the stars, bro. Riz. Yeah, dude. True. Yeah. That's so funny. Strizzle 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 Sounds a little too much like jizz. I don't know. About <laughs> <that>. It does. <laughs> I'm secretly 12 years old. Um, <laughs> no, like I. Yeah, that's like like the fucking astrology stuff. Um, it's just like you know, how, like some people are just like I will never date another J name. Like yeah. all J's are bad. Yeah. No, God, dude. Dating is funny. Yeah. Could uh, you date somebody who had the same name as your mom? Absolutely not. But my mom's also got a very old school name, so yeah. it, would just, it would just be weird, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, same. It's just, I mean. I've, I've met one person with my mom's name. Yeah. In, in 30 years, I've met one person with my mom's name, so it's also not like I'm dodging bullets, you know? Mm -hmm. Have you ever dated two people with the same name? No. Hmm. That never occurred. No, I have not. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't know. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, silly questions. Um, that was all of our like listener mailbag Dude, stuff. Okay. Awesome. That was great. That was great. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, I feel like awesome. I feel like I have one more thing I want to rip out. But oh yeah, like please tell everybody where they can find you and all of that. But you know, like what else? What other knowledge Ooh, wait, you want to drop? One one other thing. Uh, I don't know how to, but I feel I feel like there's got to be a way to answer a dating men question somewhere mixed into this. Yes. And I'm trying to think what it is. I'm trying to give a piece of advice to my lads out there. Uh, okay, okay. Here's what here's what I'll say. Actually, for the um, for the straight women out there, dating men is really hard. You guys are so correct. <laughs> like to to validate, my God, men are very tenacious, and it it gets old really really fast. I totally understand why women ghost. I totally understand like all these different things that women do to like get out of dates and stuff. I've I would say I've probably hit the double digit number of amount of like meaningful dates with dudes that i can remember through you know the last uh, 10 years that i was actually out and dating dudes is infinitely harder than dating men or excuse me than dating women because they're very tenacious but the communication is so much easier as a man like it is i've never like been in like an argument with a guy that i was seeing ever. yeah yeah it just doesn't happen like there's usually just a point where i'm like oh this isn't gonna work but because if you say it's fine you know it's fine yeah yeah, like, like if, if he says it's that's fine. That's a little period, sexist. I'm just kidding. If he says it's fine, period, I'm like, oh, what's going on? He's like, dude, no, that's how that's how Lily and I are. It's so funny. Like I have so many texts where she's like, 
are you mad at me? And I'm like, what? what? I've, like, I've, had, I've sent a few of those to Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm not mad at you. Oh, no, I have a question for you, actually. Yes. What, why do you think it is that there seems – so I, I met this dude at, uh, at Vid Summit, and I'm, like, talking to him, and there's, there's like, not very many, like, you know, fit-looking folks there. So anytime oh. I saw somebody who had, like, more than average amount of muscle, I'm like, are you a fitness creator? This guy says yes. I'm like, cool what do you do and he's like oh well i do fitness i do this i do this i do that and i also do a lot of red pill dating stuff and i go look Who at his face uh can i say his name yeah uh it's garrett x Gaines. he's a perfectly nice guy uh, uh he's well, cool a lot of he's people are nice like yeah behind he the scenes. Is. he's he's younger too so like the, hmm. the thing is you know like every every dude who you know gets burned by a by a gal goes through like this very brief like ah like fuck women you know it's mm -hmm. just like yeah. i don't know there's a stupid thing that just happens why do you think it is that there is such a like disproportionate amount of fitness people who also do red pill dating? I well, think it's because we get lumped into teams. Yep. And so by being lumped into teams, like there's this whole thing that went around online where like being fit, working out is like a right wing thing. And it's which so is weird, it's yeah. obviously not. Like everyone can work out. But I think that that's like part of it is that like you get associated with being masculine because you mm. work out it's like associated with being on the right the right mm -hmm. is obviously like oh, more yeah. like red pill leaning and that's like that's that. an eventual episode i'm doing what how, like why are different fitness things related okay. to different political stances because that's the weirdest shit to me yeah. like it just I, like because but we work out we're immediately conservative i'm like i'm like eh, can you name that. a single like blue pill fitness creator Holy shit. No. No, but I bet you I'm gonna once I do this research. Yeah, but if you think about it, like, off the top of your head. It does not come, it does not come easily, no. And if they do exist, they would never expose themselves as such because it yeah. would probably hurt their following in the fitness community. Well, mm. I know some that are, like, very much, like, I mean, they're, they're like, li socially, like, they're, pro like, pro-women, socially liberal, but, like, it's things, like, they don't associate with, like, super liberal stuff because there's, like, the goofy movements where it's, like, um, you know, working out as fat phobia, and they're like, I'm not aligning with that team. They're like, yeah. right. they're but like, red pill I'm pro pill, Yeah, red pill and blue pill are the far extreme. Exactly. So like, we're not saying like someone that is left leaning or socially liberal. We're saying like blue and red. Yeah. So like, that's what I'm saying. It, it like really psychopaths. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think of course too, like it's like when people go through heartbreak. What's like a great thing to do to you know like work on yourself is go to the gym so it's yeah. like you've got heartbroken people going to the gym because like they're heartbroken so it's just like there's kind of like they meet a bunch of other people who just like, got their heart broken end up in the, the feedback loop. there's a little bit of some overlap in the yeah. venn diagram um and it's like i think it's super annoying because it's like the fitness community is like i i found the fitness community like super helpful like um like i love following like female fitness creators mm. because it's just like cool like i i feel like it's scared to go in there and like pick up weights and stuff so um but yeah like sometimes it's like the gym culture with the red pill stuff is freaky right uh -oh. i know we've got to get out of here but on that topic the best in my opinion and i'm not like reinventing the wheel here the best fitness creator for common sense men's mental healthy as a man is chris bumstead yeah he's the biggest out there he's huge he is successful you know great looking guy great physique but also talks about mental health is in a relationship with someone in the same is space. Is in a healthy relationship yeah. with someone too, where you know, like you can see them actually locking it down. Yep. And so it's he's great for anyone that's looking at fitness creators that are not super red pill or blue pill, but great. Talks a lot about his mindset and stuff like that. It's too. interesting too because he follows a pretty diverse group of folks. Like I'll, I'll look at 
you know, a new person's page and they'll, you know, either be like fairly conservative or fairly liberal. And it's like, oh, Sebum also follows them. And I'm like, holy shit, dude, this guy's following like the whole spectrum of politics. Mm-hmm. Which is what you should do it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. End up normal. Agreed. Yeah. Be normal. Be normal, everybody. Stop being chronically online, people. No, um, Drew, where can we find you? Uh, so I'm actually going through a massive rebrand right now for all three of my businesses. So uh, if you want to find me, I guarantee you can find it under Pride Fitness and Movement, which is actually a funny example in going where the market demanded me versus going to the market that I wanted. At one point, I was training almost exclusively gay men. Mm-hmm. So I worked Pride Fitness into the into the thing. Still, the majority of my clientele is gay men, but I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I I'm not gonna market myself. I'm not gonna create ads under that name. Mm-hmm. Like, I just kind of realized I'm not gonna be like, uh, hey sisters, like mm-hmm. it's Andrew. You know, I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. Right. So finally changed the business name. But if you look me up as if you search Andrew Briggs, sometimes I come up. If you search Pride Fitness and Movement or Pride Fitness, uh, I show up. I'm wherever podcasts are. I highly recommend that you check me out on YouTube because my more recent podcast, the basically the deeper I go, the more video components there are. And uh, yeah, these are these are getting messy. They're crazy, guys. Next one coming out is going to be aspartame, and that's probably going to be a two or three parter because mm-hmm. this is the messiest fucking thing I've ever researched. Damn. To give him his flowers, he does hours, days of research on these. Days. And they're worth a listen. I, If anybody's looking for where to start, uh, episode 57 about lab-grown meat, not to toot my own horn, 10 out of 10. I think it is episode 25 with you, maybe, yes. or maybe 35. I can't remember, but you'll you'll find it. The one with Charlotte. That's an awesome one. We were talking about like how to actually date folks uh, in the gym. And then, uh, am I allowed to talk about the one we did with you? Or yeah, I don't care. Tickled? Okay, I don't know. Uh, so we did uh, we did an episode on trans athletes. If you are looking for an episode to hate on trans people, this is probably not the one. But if you're looking for an episode to uh, you know have people confirm that uh, you know trans people can compete with women. This is also probably not the one. So if you are on either <laughs> end of that, you should absolutely watch it because hopefully we'll change your mind and you know meet somewhere in the middle. Uh, yeah. 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 At awesome. Andrew PFM at Pride Fitness and Movement and uh, eventually at the new thing. Woo! Yeah. Cool. Go. Awesome. awesome. Well, this has been a great episode. Um, oh yeah. Catch Thanks, you guys. on the flip side. We're catch gonna you have on an the awesome weekend. Flip. Woo!